हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 16 इंट्रा लोकल गवर्नमेंट रिलेशनशिप रूलर एंड वी आर डिस्कसिंग 11 शेड्यूल द 12th पॉइंट इज फ्यूल एंड फॉडर द जेएफएम हैज डिस्कस्ड अबाउट लोकल पीपल हैव द नॉलेज रिगार्डिंग व्हाट स्पेसी सीज नीड टू बी प्लांटेड फॉर फ्यूल एंड फॉर्डर रिक्वायरमेंट्स हैज द जॉइंट अरेंजमेंट फॉर फॉरेस्ट मैनेजमेंट बिटवीन द ऑफिशियल एजेंसीज एंड द कम्युनिटी वुड सर्व द ट्विन पर्पस ऑफ एड्रेसिंग द रिक्वायरमेंट्स ऑफ लोकल कम्युनिटीज फॉर फ्यूल एंड फॉर्डर एंड कंजर्विंग द अदर प्लांट स्पीसीज विच कोड बी हैक्ड फॉर फायरवुड Apart from community wood lots and public wood lots, farms and the homesteads for meeting the requirement of fuel and fodder, medicinal plants, poles, timbers, etc., degraded forest, waste lands, private marginal lands, and agricultural farms are also being utilized for the purpose. raising the level of private tree planting to 6 million hectare the emphasis on the social forestry by the national commission on agriculture since 1976 has given flip to the initiatives private sources now account for more than 50% of the national requirements of wood in the country considering the contribution of the private sector the 10th plan calls for further government incentive for such efforts 13th is the roads culverts bridges ferries waterways and other means of communication the 14th is rural electrification including distribution of electricity the udf is state to play a major role in infrastructure development in the rural areas low level of disbursements from the rural infrastructure development fund rate had been a cause for the concern the scope of the ridf has consequently been widened to include activities such as rural drinking water schemes soil conservation drinking water rural markets health centers schools mini hydel plants anganwadi system improvement in the power sector etc and projects undertaken by the panchayat institutions 15th is non conventional energy resources interestingly development of non conventional energy resources has been decentralized since subsistence of the poor farmers is indirectly associated with resource exploitation like burning wood and charcoal for fire promotion of non conventional energy resources is intended to meet the twin objectives of the affecting the shift in the use pattern towards environmentally friendly means and its 
popularization among the ruler masses at the local level to check environmental de degradation and global warming to make available better more consistent source of energy to the people in the rural area the 16th is a poverty alleviation program though the poverty has come down in absolute term from 37.27% in 1993-94 to 27.09% in 1999-2000 in rural areas achievement has fallen short of target this is attributed to imbalances in target achievement in states poverty is endemic in certain pockets in relatively poorer states like orissa bihar west bengal uttar pradesh madhya pradesh these states alone accounted for 69% of the poor in the country in 1999 hence considerable stress is being laid on decentralized governance and needs articulation through micro planning to alleviate the distress in these regions owing to specific causes there is a need for area based targeted approach instead of top down approach with little resemblance to the situation on the ground this is the message put across by including the subject in 11 schedule assigned to the panchayats there is also need to interconnect the various self employment and wage employment programs to approach poverty reduction in a comprehensive manner there is also need for integration with other sector progress such as health and nutrition family welfare as these all variables in creating the poverty situation Poverty is not just an economic concept it has significant sociological dimension as also cultural hence cannot be tackled in an isolated manner such integration can be achieved only in the local level under the aegis of the politically legitimate panchayat institutions coordination left to the administration alone would be ineffective as has been the case up till now it is hoped that the delegating planning and implementation functions to the local level could check pathological processes like alienation of tribes from their land civil society activism would also be secured in a better way at the local level which is showing promise in the field of poverty alleviation cooperation for instance could be institutionalized through committees example of successful civil society activism could be their efforts in securing the livelihoods of the downtrodden segment of the society agricultural workers did not benefit from zamindari abolition as they have no land and employment opportunities have not grown enough 
in the non-farm sector. Besides, there have been malpractices like concealment of land to hide the surplus available for distribution among non-farm communities, etc. Confirmment of the ownership rights to the tenants has proved to be a retrograde measure as it has deterred farmers from renting out land even if there were no able bodies members to cultivate for fear of acquisition by the owners. This had has adverse impact on productivity and employment opportunities for agricultural laborers. This warrants a fresh look at the tenancy laws. Certain innovative experiments in this regard pioneered by the non-government organizations have worked like the idea of Rupani Panchayat in Maharashtra where each member of the village has equal right over the water irrespective of ownership over some piece of land. Hence, big farmers are forced to lease out land to agricultural laborers who have no land but water rights to access more water. A variant of this approach has been granted a large share of common property resources which result from the rejuvenation of the watershed due to the water supplies by the agricultural laborers. These families have been able to take up animal husbandry or fishery as a result of cooperative watershed development, creating an enabling environment for development of a land market by removing restriction on sale, mortgage or leasing of land would be advisable since there are many families who have moved out of village but continue to hold land because of these restrictions. The state can also be played as in Tamil Nadu, Andhra Pradesh and Karnataka where the national dual caste and dual tribes finance development corporation provides assistance to SC and ST families to purchase land. Alienation of tribal from their land by forced eviction can be checked through measures like computerization of land records and the PESA 1996 which has not been stringently implemented by the state governments. The Panchayat's Extension of Schedule Area Act 1996 extended the provisions of the 73rd Constitutional Amendment 1992 to the Schedule Areas in the states of Andhra Pradesh, Chhattisgarh, Gujarat, Himachal Pradesh, Jharkhand, Madhya Pradesh, Maharashtra, Orissa, and Rajasthan. PISA enables tribals to preserve and conserve their traditional rights over 
natural resources including land subject 17 to 18 relate to education including primary and secondary schools technical training and vocational education adult and non formal education libraries and cultural activities this would be a natural corollary to decentralization of other functions relating to sustainable development practices in agroforestry farm forestry soil conservation and for poverty alleviation through employment generation human resource development for better extension services and empowerment of the general rural folk particularly farmers for better use of natural resources and environment friendly practices the 22nd is the markets and the fairs marketing arrangement for rural industries and the agricultural products are presently inadequate extension workers possess inadequate information about market market conditions regarding prices farmers are ill informed and resource constraints and lack of political will largely explain governmentally apathy towards the farmers if the shift towards the neoliberal paradigm of governance has had some negative consequences like failing public investment in agriculture there are positive potential to be tapped increasing stake participation of the private sector is one such feature it will lead to productive results in extension shortage and marketing education basic services like housing electricity etc to arrange for the same autonomy would be required for policy decisions at the local level or even a stake in policy past experience suggests that there has been reluctance in the part of families to delegate authority to the local elected officials and have even resented their growing political clout such interpersonal conflicts could mask the spirit of the present amendment which is primarily aimed at grassroots planning now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast